these podcasts are recorded in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional gathering place of the Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene people, and the homeland to the Métis Nation. Our water here is sourced from Shoal Lake 40 First Nation, and I pay my respects to the Inuit, First Nation, and Métis elders, past, present, and emerging. Please note that these podcasts are for information and educational purposes only. Feel free to consult with your physician or your mental health provider before starting or changing any of these wellness practices. And if at any time you experience unmanageable symptoms, please call 911 or attend your nearest hospital in order to find the support that you need. Hi, and welcome to the Journey with Julie podcast. I'm your host, Julie Long, and I believe it's in you to heal, especially when we do it together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Journey with Julie. I'm your host, Julie Long, and today I'm sitting with Sue Berard. And Sue Berard is an intuitive wellness consultant based in BC, Canada. And she used to be an executive sales director but tapped into her own intuition and followed it to her true life calling, which is helping others like you harness and follow and believe your own intuitive capacity, which she's been doing since 2011 here in BC, Canada, and internationally. So welcome, Sue. Oh, thank you, Julie. I was really looking forward to sharing today. Yeah. And you know what? I'm really excited because one of the things that we'll talk about is how you tell the difference between your intuition and your fear or your ego, right? Which can, I think, comes up a lot in therapy with people um, that I'm supporting. But it sounds like like in our previous uh, call before we started recording, you mentioned that a lot of times when you're working with clients and you offer your perspective, they say like, Oh my God, that is what I was thinking and feeling like that was, and then you're kind of validating their intuition. So it ends up where you're supporting them to, to follow that. Right. Absolutely. And, um, I really do love it when that happens because it builds that's per that person's confidence to know that truly their inner voice, uh, was right out along all along, because, you know, a lot yeah. of times we're going to talk about this, but a lot of times that fear, um, really prevents us choosing that knowing. And, yes. um, unfortunately kind of brings us on a path that creates many more lessons than we need to have, you know? Yes. Um, so that's why, um, I love it when that happens. I encourage, you know, people to uh, really listen to that. And, uh, I'm excited to kind of share today how a person can do that because, you know, there are so, so many benefits to really being connected to your higher self, um, oh and how that plays yes. out. So I'm sure that a lot of people who are listening may relate to being in a place in their life where they have that intuitive knowing that this isn't where I should be. This isn't where I want to be. I need to be somewhere else. So if you're okay with it, people love stories. So how, how did you go from executive sales director to intuitive wellness consultant? You know, it's it's exactly how that happened to me when you said that people have a feeling that they're not in the right place and they're seeking yeah. their life purpose. Uh, that's another big question that people ask when they, you know, they come for readings with me. Well, I was in the same boat. I actually was, uh, I have a very corporate background. I, you know, I worked in travel in the airline industry. Um, and, you know, it just, I, I just wasn't completely happy. Certainly loved working uh, in travel, but 
something was missing. So I yeah. kept seeking mm-hmm. and uh, I had an opportunity to work in the finance, in the financial world and became a financial advisor, um, uh, an executive sales direct sales director for uh, a national company. And I was expanding the, for the province of Manitoba mm-hmm. and um, certainly nose down, working mm-hmm. hard, you know, training, building, all that kind of thing. But it just came to a point that it was just a calling I couldn't ignore mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was, you know, in my work, I was burning out. Mm-hmm. And um, I just kept hearing, f- feeling this voice, this this inner knowing that, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's got to be something better. There's got to be something more. And all along, I mean, I knew I was intuitive. Um, mm-hmm. I, I may not have understood in the beginning you know how did I know all these things Mm -hmm. but um, as I continued in my financial career um, I started realizing that this voice was getting almost louder and louder and I started to realize that you know there's something here I really need to pursue this Um, so a catalyst to kind of push me off the fence mm-hmm. or to push me in the direction. Because again, for me too, there, there was fear at that time. How oh, do totally. I, yeah. How do I leave an established career in the financial world where you're successful? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, all these people to be responsible for all these people training, all these people to answer for, um, it was almost a seven day a week commitment to then all of a sudden say, no, you know what, I've got to listen to this calling and I need to be able to serve others. I'll tell you what that catalyst was. Um, uh, we have, um, a nephew who passed suddenly at a, at a very young age. And, uh, with, um, with that passing came the opportunity Mm -hmm. for me to introduce to my brother and sister-in-law, um, a friend of mine who was a medium. And, Mm -hmm. um, because, because of the years that I had, you know, brought others to see her, I could see the comfort she gave others. Mm -hmm. Um, I also explored my intuition a bit with her help. And, um, and then I brought my brother-in-law and sister-in-law to see her, to help them with their grief, uh, because they've, they just lost their only child. Um, and, uh, what she did for them was nothing short of, um, a, a game changer for them uh, to wow. be able to connect to their son who had passed. And it actually um, really collapsed their time frames in, uh, you know, helping them heal with their grief, finding other ways to connect, other ways to find peace, other ways to help them. And when I saw that, I I realized, you know, like that voice, I, I couldn't mm-hmm. ignore it anymore. When mm-hmm. I saw the help that it gave them, it yeah. gave me that push that I needed. Yeah. This is what I need to do because I knew mm-hmm. that I had this intuition. I wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure at the time yet how I was supposed to develop it, but I just knew that I had to do that. So in conjunction with that, um, I made the decision that um, I really had to pursue this. Um, so I did. I, I basically um, you know, took that position that I had and um, I left that position uh, and I left it in capable hands. I started to take some time to really explore my intuition, first of all, through Reiki, because Mm -hmm. um, I was being guided that that would be a gateway for me. So Reiki, for those who don't know, um, is a very wonderful healing modality. It's it's hands-on energy transfer from the practitioner uh, to to the person that is seeking help for whether it's, you know, to have a higher level of peace or as a complement to other healing modalities, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, 
I, the moment I followed that intuition, I followed that voice yes. and, um, I did start my Reiki training and it, I, my intuition was exactly correct. I had the, at least had the courage to follow that at the time. Cause I was still unsure. And I started to, when I was in training with, in a workshop with people, I didn't even know, I started receiving messages that, um, when we had a time to share in class, uh, I, had, I found the courage to share because of course there's fear, right? I don't want to be judged. Oh, so much. Fear. Yeah. So so I did, I found the courage. I felt like it was a safe place for me to share. And for these strangers, um, you know, they were able to validate for me that, oh my God, yes, that's exactly true. That, you know, that's exactly correct. So that gave me mm-hmm. the courage to know that there in, indeed was something here that I could trust that inner voice. So from wow. there, it just basically, it was like a floodgate opened. I knew that that built enough of my confidence to start seeking other ways. So from that moment, because I had success with trusting that inner voice to know that this was my gateway to opening that up, um, I started looking for other courses. I did through a series of synchronicities find my perfect mentor uh, who's teaching how to develop your ability as a medium. Uh, so I took several courses. I continue to study. I'm always um, I'm always a student, um, yes. and I always teach. And through that, I started because of my background in business and marketing. Um, I'm grateful for that because I started my own business uh, where I began, uh, first of all, with Reiki. Uh, And because of uh, my natural intuitive ability and being able to share messages, it kind of showed people that, uh, you know, I I can do other things. So from there, I built my business from there through word of mouth referral, et cetera. So that's how I came to um, uh, serving others with my Mm -hmm. uh, abilities. And the most amazing thing happened. uh, I didn't expect this to happen, but it, it was probably the biggest gift for as much as I, I gave um, and served others and helped those healing from grief, connect to loved ones who passed away or, you know, giving guidance for their future or making choices. Um, I got back so much more uh, of that gift. I didn't expect that. So by serving others, it enriched my life um, in, in so, so many ways. Um, and I think we'll talk about that, like how it can benefit you. I'll, I'll share okay. some of those things that it can, okay. can benefit. So okay. that is hopefully a, a as much of a condensed version, I guess I can give of well, how I found myself in this place. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that because you know what? I think a lot of people would relate to that where I hope so. there's this voice that's quiet at first and then it starts to get louder and louder the longer you ignore it. That's right. right. Yeah. And then usually because making change is really hard and scary. And oh, Absolutely. I find, and I'm sure with you, you've noticed too with others where something big has to happen to like wake you up that I can no longer ignore what's happening. And usually it's something that is upsetting and distressing, right? Absolutely. Um, And then that's enough to make us check. um, Like life is short. I need to listen to myself. And when we do align to ourself, like, like you said, the floodgates open yeah. and um, what we thought was like totally impossible, like just dreamland becomes reality and then, de- and then doesn't feel as hard as we thought it might be. And, and exactly. Scary, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when we really just listen, it's hard to just listen and, f- and follow that intuition. So if it's okay with you, I wonder if we might start with intuition itself, like that's the key word of this podcast. So how would we describe what that is for people who are listening and watching? 
Well, it's, it's an, um, and when I describe it, you might recognize it. So it's, it's basically an immediate knowing or understanding of something without any kind of reasoning, without any kind of contemplation, contemplation. It's just a knowing that you have, like you commonly hear people uh, saying things like, oh, my gut instinct, or I just knew I should have blank, uh, or I just had a Mm -hmm. feeling about something, right? Does that sound familiar? Oh, Um, yes. (laughs) Yes, right? So, uh, so that intangible kind of knowing uh, that suddenly and unexpectedly like shows up for us. Um, and it could show up in different ways. It could be a thought that's not your own forethought. It could be, uh, you know, an image or a vision of something. Or, you know, I've had people say that, you know, they'll have a problem, they'll, they'll sleep on it. And, you know, maybe they they wake up in the morning and they they know what they need to do, or they've had a dream or different mm-hmm. things. You know, it can come, it can come in different ways. And we'll certainly talk about those, uh, I believe, today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what that is. So if I can help uh, anyone recognize what that looks like and what to do when it arrives, yes. then you're on your way. And so also to build the courage to trust that as well. Too. I know. I can't you know? tell you how many times something has happened. I had a voice that said to do something, but then that ego, that judgment, that thought, the thinking brain like stops it or overrides it. Yeah. And then what I knew would happen happens. And it's like, Oh, I knew right. it. Like, why didn't I listen to myself? Okay. Yeah. Lesson learned. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that would be really valuable to people to learn like how to listen. Right. So um, yeah, let's talk about how to, okay. So we know what it is. Like how, how do we use it? Well, um, I can, I can certainly share with you um, the different ways and benefits of using your intuition in your life. Because also, I always tell even all of my clients who come to see me, I tell them, uh, which is true, that there are, they are just as gifted as I am. They have, you all have the same clear senses, you know, those senses that we'll go into a little bit um, more detail. But we all have the same intuition, we all have the same source. So if you if you tap into that, um, you know, these are just kind of like some of the things that I can think of that would be helpful. I mean, it, you can have more loving and, and fulfilling relationships, um, more successful careers, right? If, you, mm-hmm. if you're tapping in and, and really, really focusing on your guidance, um, peace of mind, of course, because mm-hmm. you're you're making those better decisions for yourself. It, you can um, enjoy much more vibrant, good health. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also bring more abundance into your life. You can also discover your true life purpose as well, you yes. know, so that uh, because so many people, sometimes people go their entire life, yeah. not really doing what they were meant to do, like what their contract was for here. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can, uh, they could help you discover what your true life purpose is. Um, And, you know, also something as simple as less anger, less reactiveness, you know, when you calm and quiet yourself to be able to connect and surrender and say, okay, you know, spirit, higher self, whatever you want to call and say, okay, I surrender. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I need you to show me like a different way. You know, how can I see this differently so that you don't have that reaction and follow that guidance? Absolutely. Like I think if at times where I've noticed that my voice said this, but my head said that and I did what my head said. Yeah. I do get frustrated because I knew it and yeah. I wanted something different. And so I'm like betraying myself and you can't blame anybody else, but not right. listening to yourself. Right. And so yeah. if you're living a life that 
is not aligned with what you truly want, it makes complete sense that you'd be frustrated and angry, mm-hmm. right? So if you're listening, then things just align and then you do feel um, content and happy and healthy and yes, abundant, you know, mm-hmm. in many it ways, feels- not just financial. Oh, absolutely. And you feel like it feels like you're not going against the current anymore. Because what I found in my personal experience is when I really, especially at the beginning of developing my intuition to serve others, what I found was when I surrendered to it and like really put the fear behind me and, you know, just said, okay, you need to lead me. If this is where you want me to go, you need to lead me. And once I surrendered, it, it, it was kind of like miraculous, all the right Mm -hmm. mentors showed up for me, all the right information, all the right books. I just have goosebumps talking about it because it was, it was just incredible. It was just proof that if you listen, you know, you're in that flow. Um, it, it, it just changes the course of, uh, you know, of that direction in a much more positive way. Mm -hmm. Totally. Okay. So then let's talk about the clairsenses then, right? Like how do we, how do we notice Okay, so the the important thing is, uh, in fact, identifying how do I actually receive my messages, right. so that I there's a, there's a certain amount of discernment here that you want to be able to recognize it because I always tell people uh, whether it's in you know my workshop for developing intuition or on one on one, I say you know I always tell them you want to be able to. Um, understand how you're getting your message to build your confidence. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets. It's like a muscle, right? It's just like a muscle. So let's start with um, probably the most common thing that people heard is the, the term clairvoyant. Okay. Right. Certainly clairvoyance has been kind of a blanket term for anybody who's psychic, if you will, but there's a very specific meaning for clairvoyance. Generally a clairvoyant person will receive their messages through images, visions, pictures, vivid dreams. Um, So when they receive their messages, they see, they very much see Creative, creative people. A lot of times are clairvoyant as well too. Um, so pay attention to that. You know, what, what are you, what are you seeing? Um, there is also claircognizance, which is clear knowing. Now right. I consider myself to be predominantly clear, claircognizant. I certainly yeah. have all of them as everybody does. Uh, yeah. it, so you're, you have them to different degrees, basically. So my most, or my strongest one is the claircognizance. Um, so with that, uh, it is, uh, you know, a thought that comes to you image, um, sorry, words, thoughts, impressions mm-hmm. that come to you without your own forethought. They just kind of pop into there. It's, it's a knowing that like you that have. voice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that voice that you My have. guts telling me kind of thing. Exactly. Right. Um, the other one, uh, it can also be uh, clear audience hearing your messages. Like someone spoke to you, imagine being mm-hmm. in a room by yourself and it's almost like you hear somebody calling your name and you almost have to turn around. That's clear audience. You're hearing somebody. Okay, mm-hmm. you're hearing your guidance. Um, another one could be clairalliance, which is feeling things on your body. I'll give you a description. In my case, my clairalliance works as goosebumps, right. just covering my body. So when I'm in a reading with someone, usually when I repeat something from spirit um, that is absolutely correct, I'm usually covering goosebumps. Uh, right. So over the years of doing this and over hundreds of sessions, it, uh, that's came up pretty clearly to begin with. And I recognize that. Um, so even if, if I was doing reading for you, for example, and you said something that was absolutely yes. correct and in yeah. line, I would get covered goose in goosebumps. Yeah. So pay attention to that. That's a pretty common one for a lot of people, or just like a feeling in your gut, you know, like a feeling mm-hmm. in your stomach. So paying attention 
to your body? You know, what, what does that feel like? Some yes. people get, they get like a hot, I've, some of my clients have said they have heat, heat in their hands. Mm. They mm-hmm. feel heat in their hands. So it's very a physical sense. Um, there is also clear alliance, which is actually smell. Actually, can I go back for a sec? Um, like when I was listening to you, you talk about the, I can't remember what the body one is. Um, clear sentience. So like heart increased heart rate. Very physical. Yes. yes. Right. And then I think that's kind of where I get confused, um, in the past where like, is this anxiety and fear and my body telling me don't do it? Or is this anxiety and fear? Like, this is what I should be doing. Like that, that's the alignment but you know what I mean? I do. And that is all about discernment. Um, what we'll I, into. yeah, we'll certainly okay. get into, but what just quickly, what I would tell yeah. a person when something like that happens is pause for a moment and actually ask your higher self. If you're unsure, because for somebody who receives their messages as a clairalliant, it can be very confusing. Yeah. Quite honestly, being a claircognizant, I'm so blessed because it's the easier, easiest, right? Because it just comes to me. But if somebody is predominantly clairaudient, sorry, clairalliant, they have to be very aware of their environment and what's triggering the, the body response. So if you're right. unsure, whether that's my ego thought system, my anxiety, you have to ask. Um, don't presume to know until you've asked your higher self, show me a different way, or what are you trying to show me? Um, so just keep asking and seeing if you're getting other signs through either other clear senses or that one again, right? Right. So that's what I would say. So what it causes you to do is be very present and very yes. mindful, right? Yes. So that's, it's a, it's an exercise in mindfulness as well, because you have to pay attention. You have to yeah. be in your body. You have to focus, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Make sense? Yeah, totally. Great question. I'm glad you asked. And then the smell you were on, you were going to describe yes. that. So, one. um, so there is, um, also Claire Alliance. So getting a message through this one, I have to tell you, it's not as common for, I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people, I certainly, when I was doing more so readings for connecting with loved ones who've passed away as a medium, um, all of a sudden I would get a smell that I would be able to share with the person I was doing a reading for. And they made a connection to their loved one to validate, oh, you know, whether it was, uh, I can recall one specifically, I often smelled the smell of diesel. Um, And it was, you know, someone's grandfather who was in fact a mechanic and was, that's how they remembered him smelling all the time. Or, you know, like bakings, like I could, I could. I'll I'll smell something specific about, you know, like a pie or something and that whatever that was, that was a connection to that person. So that could be messages too. Uh, Or sometimes, oh, you know, I have a lot of people who say that they're in a room and all of a sudden they smell perfume and there's nobody there. So they'll go into a house that they've never been in before and all of a sudden they'll smell perfume. So a lot of times they're, I tell them, okay, well, perhaps there's some residual energy there. Right. Um, And the last one is taste, uh, Claire Gustin's. Okay. Um, So again, um, I'm myself personally only in mediumship connected to loved ones who have passed. Have I uh, had that experience where I I've had a taste in my mouth. I describe that. And again, it's something that connects to that loved one that they can, uh, relate to, but I, I wanted everybody to be aware because, you know, that could be somebody's, um, strongest ability, but, um, again, we have them all mm-hmm. to varying degrees. The more you use them, the stronger they get. Okay. So mm-hmm. pay attention and mm-hmm. use them as often as you can. Yeah. It's interesting when I hear that. And I don't know 
if this is right or not. Um, but I remember one of the times I was pregnant, I could taste a metallic oh, taste in my mouth. And, uh, I knew it even before I had the pregnancy test, like, and, and then just a knowing just because this is different. And I just, I don't know. It was just, yeah, I don't know. But. And you got a, and you got a validation then obviously afterwards. Yeah. So you, yeah. so your Claire Gustin's kind of triggered your Claire, uh, cognizance as well, because right. once you received that, you see, so there knew. you have, mm-hmm. you just knew. So they all do work together. And I certainly in my readings, they all come in different ways for me as well too. Yeah, and cool. I just, I just kind of harness them all just like everybody should. Yeah. And with more practice and, and the confidence. And I think I like how you shared where, I can't remember where you were and you had the thought to share um, what was we might, to you and they validated in, it. Yeah. My very first uh, um, level one Reiki uh, where, you know, we were practicing on, you know, other workshop participants and I was just yeah. receiving messages and yeah, I shared to, to build, you know, to find the courage. And then as soon as you get a validation, it's like, okay, there is yeah. something here. Oh my gosh. That felt so good. You know, yeah, the, and the more times, the more times that it's confirmed, the more confident you become yes. in it. And that's yes. the more that you listen and the stronger that it becomes. Yes. Right? Because you, you tend to quiet your ego thought system that yeah. is telling you, oh, that's nothing. You know, you, you're going to be laughed at, or if you say this yeah. or, you know, like all those that that voice, that ego thought system, that well, that kind of wants to keep you unaware critic. of your higher mm-hmm. self. You bet, your inner yeah. critic. Okay, so then one of the things that I wanted to touch on, which we we just basically went into, was how you decipher the two, right? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that discernment is very important. So because a lot of time people, like you said earlier, you know, mm-hmm. was that me? Was that my anxiety? So this is when, when people ask me this, I generally talk to them about the difference between your ego thought system and your higher self. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the ego thought system is, uh, the part of you that, uh, is, uh, is very fear-based. Okay. Anything that keeps you angry, frustrated, confused, uh, anything that kind of disturbs your inner peace is fear-based is your ego thought system and you're not your ego. Who you are is a a divine connected being who just perhaps has their filter clogged through the ego thought system and we just need to clean that filter. Okay, so to do that then, again, by you working with your intuition, your clear senses, it is a great filter cleaner, okay? Because that, that intuition will come through stronger. It's there. It's mm-hmm. just been clogged by that. So discernment. When you receive messages from spirit that are uh, your guidance, your higher self who has the, you know, I always tell people that when you're following your guidance, your guides, um, they have your best interest at heart. Your spiritual yes. team has your best interest. So that usually the messages that come through to you create a sense of peace, a sense of understanding, a sense of calm. Um, certainly you might be guided to do something that is outside your comfort zone but you it's almost like you connect to know like okay that makes sense that resonates with me when you receive a message from your ego thought system you know and it is going to create frustration anxiety it will be uncomfortable you know it's just not anything that that moves you in a positive direction so Mm -hmm. there's definitely a difference between the two and like you mentioned before when you are a little bit unsure you know when you're having a bit of heart racing and thinking is this my anxiety pause for a moment. Mm -hmm. If you need more clarity, it's okay to ask your higher self. That's unclear. 
you know, show me a different way, mm-hmm. help me understand, um, and just keep asking until, you know, you feel a little bit more calm. Okay. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, what's beneficial is, you know, like when I do yoga, it connects me with myself. Perfect. Some people, when they go to the, to exercise or they go outside in nature or they cook because that's their jam, or they have a bath or a shower or a nap, or they snuggle with their animal or they play with their kids, like whatever brings them joy and increases their energy yeah. aligns them with themselves. And then yes. you can ask that question, that clarifying question, like, what are you trying to tell me? What is the, what, what am I supposed to hear right now? And then it comes through in a grounded space when you're aligned with yourself. And then that's the authentic answer versus when we're like, right. And we ask that question, it it may be hard to discern anxiety versus um, higher self, you know, Uh, ego versus higher self. So I love that question when we're connected. Yes, yes. And, you know, there are certain tools that that a a person new to working with their intuition that they can actually use to like be be a bridge Mm -hmm. to help you practice, build your confidence. Uh, If you don't mind, I'll share that now. If that's okay. Some, Some of the tools that I recommend for a beginner if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, or someone who wants to just kind of have that push to know, you know, maybe there is something here. What I can certainly say that when I, right at the beginning, like over a decade ago, when I really started um, working with my intuition, um, I had certainly a few mentors in my life that were fantastic. They introduced things to me, like, uh, which I'd never heard of, uh, spiritual numbers, you know, angel numbers. Mm-hmm, I'm sure, yeah. you know, you're all of a sudden you're seeing repeating ones or repeating fours, or, you know, do you just see that same number over and over again? Well, yeah. uh, one of my mentors introduced that idea to me and, and suggested uh, a book that was, you know, angel numbers 101, for example. Um, so I kept this little pocketbook and to this day, I still have it in my purse with me. Um, mm-hmm. And I started to pay more attention because before I would just shrug that off. It's like, how come I keep looking at the clock and it's like the same time? Well, yeah. now now, when I noticed that, I realized, oh, there could be a message here for me. So yeah. I really need to take a look. So I'll open my book and I'll, I'll kind of get a sense of, uh, you know, what my spiritual team is trying to say. I also um, uh, found that by using spiritual numbers, I'll give you one quick example. Um, I remember I was at the tail end kind of at that point of my career in the financial industry. And as you can, I was driving to work one day and my mind was so busy with the day, all my thoughts, like it's kind of a situation where you sometimes get in your car and you drive mm-hmm. from point A to point B and you're thinking, how did I get here? You yeah, know, cause totally. you're on autopilot cause my mind was so busy. So the questions that I was kind of like having in my mind, um, all of a sudden I was noticing as I'm driving, I was drawn to a license plate number. It's like, why am I looking at this license plate number all of a sudden, you know, it's yeah. drawn my attention. I was so focused. Well, at um, when I got to work, I actually opened up my book and I thought, I wonder if there's a message. I was gobsmacked. I was shocked. It was an exact answer to the questions that were going through my mind. And I felt so heard. I felt so listened to. I felt like, okay, there is somebody, you know, listening yes. to my voice, listening and answering me. Yeah. So that was a great start for me. And it, it actually opened up my connection. So I, I kept using that. Um, I also, at some point started using um, angel cards um, because I would be able to just uh, ask questions and through my angel cards, 
also get answers. Um, so, you know, it's something that I now teach as a great tool for people to use that as their connection. Over time, I think what happens with a lot of people, if they really use this consistently, um, they will be able to like maybe not even use these divination tools as I as I call them. Uh, but it's a great way to kind of get that flow started if you don't mm -hmm. know where to start. Okay. Yeah. And and one last thing I always tell people when they're working on their intuition is stop, try, try, try to stop making choices. Imagine if, you know, for the hundreds of choices you make in a day, for as often as you can, you actually stop and you say, instead of you choosing based on, you know, what you've done in the past, what if you start by saying, okay, spirit, what would you have me do here? What would you have me say? What direction should I go? And then see what happens. This is you using that muscle. Right? right. So as often as you can, I know it's simple. It's not easy because it takes practice, but that yeah. too actually can be very helpful. Well, and you know, it's interesting. So we started to record this at 1130 and at 10, 10 this morning, I looked at the clock and right. 10, 10. Yeah. So Luella Sinha um, was a practitioner at, at uh, safe Harbor therapy center here in Winnipeg. Um, and she she did reflexology, but she also did um, like an energy healing pra oh. practice. And okay. uh, I can't for the life of me remember what it is right now. But so she shared angel numbers with me. Oh, good. And I used Google and a website called Willow Soul. And they kind of describe what those angel numbers mean. So I created affirmations based on the angel Great. numbers. So 10, 10, like all of any, any time that I've seen a number, I've taken the theme of what it is and converted it into an I statement and it's in my phone. So when I see it Great. Like this morning, 10, 10, I'm going to read it out. Okay. Cool. Everything is working out for my highest good. I am awakening to my spiritual self. I am ready to take action. I'm fully supported. And so like, even if it's not thinking that it's a divination tool or angel numbers, those are positive statements of myself yes. that all of us can benefit from. Absolutely. And so if I'm like, if I like, just like you said, when we're in the, in the rat race and, you know, we're just zooming along in life when something like that happens and I look to my phone, it's a check. It's a refresh button for me. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, and I find them quite powerful. And the more that I notice, the more that, the more that like when I created that notes page in my phone and I keep looking at it, the more I see the numbers, right? The more I read these statements, the better I feel like it's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's fantastic because you know, what I tell people is your perception becomes your reality. And, um, so if you are having negative mind thoughts all the time that you kind of, you know, that becomes your reality. But if you have these things happening, it's like a switch. And yeah. you, if you start to focus on that, those affirmations or the fact that wow you know what there i am i am being guided i am being looked after again there's that peace happening that mm -hmm. calm that you know that mindfulness so yeah totally i agree it, it's yeah. so comforting isn't it comforting to read that 
It is, it's you know, like especially when I see 1111, because I think it's like a deceased one is sending you a message and I equate that with my brother, you know? Aww. So if I'm doubting yeah. my intuition and I hear, um, and I, and I see those numbers and then I read that affirmation, it's, it helps me feel better. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm so yeah. grateful for that. And those little things just help us through the day. You know, they're, yeah. they're little things, but they have a huge impact um, in, in your every interaction, really. Yeah. And I think most people know that when you have a positive lens, the day goes better when you oh. have a negative lens and like you stub your toe in the morning, like the more negative, it's like a snowball effect. Absolutely. So if we can have a snowball effect from positive, right? I much prefer that. <laughs> I pick it too. Yeah. Because it's just so much lighter where the other one is so heavy. It is. This one is much lighter. Yeah. It's a yeah. better way to, to be present in the world. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for today. Oh, um, it was my pleasure. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share because I'd like to be able to, you know, have other people really tap in and, you know, make a change for their life too. Right. So if people who are listening or watching feel called to reach out to that voice or that image or um, I feel like maybe they got goosebumps at some times or whatever, saw something, uh, feel free to reach out to you to um, perhaps work on one-on-one um, -on -one intuition. Um, do you still do Reiki? I do. Yes, I do yeah. Reiki. Um, and, and I do readings for personal, like for uh, personal choice. The thing that I'm um, not personal choice, but for, for those who are looking for guidance for their life in, in any way possible. Um, and the only thing that I'm not taking new clients for though, is the mediumship part where I'm connecting to loved ones who passed away that I just had to take a pause from because yes. I was physically exhausted from, yes. from doing that work. But, um, but I am still doing the other, um, the other things as well. And then you, the intuitive workshop, like you mentioned, Right. Yes. Currently, I don't yeah. have one scheduled just because of, you know, what you know, COVID and everything else. I wasn't doing that in person. So yeah. it might come again in the future. Um, but uh, at this moment, I am doing more one on one teaching when it comes okay. to intuition, teaching people how to read angel cards, different things. I, I kind of uh, take from my workshop and I do it one on one uh, in this type of format. And your website is divineconnection.ca so that people can. Yeah, just what, visiting that website, they'll see all these answers. They can, time. yeah, they can. They'll see my background. They can connect to me uh, through my website. Uh, see testimonials of my beloved clients who have had a positive experience, and uh, yeah, I'd love to to be able to help others. So thank you for giving me this opportunity. Still thank serving you. and very proud of it. So and yes, thank you for serving you. others with your podcast too. Thank you. All right. Take care, Sue. Take care. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Journey with Julie. If you feel like this episode has been of benefit to you, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on my website or on Apple or Google Podcasts. And if you have a question, topic, or story that you'd love to share, I'd love to hear from you. Please visit my website and leave me a note. If you'd like more, feel free to follow me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'll see you next Tuesday where we'll hear more about how to shift your life from surviving to thriving.